0: Uh, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Yodish beings and frog, you know, fro Yodish and frog-based beings everywhere. Uh, amphi- maybe I'll talk about amphibians. It's been a while. Amphibians, it's been a while since you listen to the podcast, because, uh, obviously you need to, you know, you need an IPX rated speaker to do that. I mean, come on. But it's, you say, what is this person talking about? Well, it's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. The podcast that puts you to sleep, patrons. Uh, uh, Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake. Whether it's thoughts, you know, things on your mind... So thoughts you're thinking about, thoughts, feelings, any emotions, uh, you're coming up. So thoughts about the past, present, or future, feelings about past, present, future, or just that are there, that you're feeling. That's why they call them feelings. Uh, feelings, physical sensations, uh, changes in time or temperature or routine, whether, you know, whatever, if you're, you know, whatever's going on, it's whatever's keeping you awake at it. I'm here to take your mind off of it, and what I propose to do is create a safe place where you could set all that stuff aside at the door, or you could bring it with you and just set it at your side. You don't have to set it aside, literally. I guess that's actually the right word of it. You could figuratively, or you could actually actually set it to your side, set it nearby. Uh, we could, you said, well, no, I prefer it, uh... Let's, don't worry. We got it set up. You, you maybe have heard of it in the past, a long time ago or recently. Who knows? I don't remember the stuff well. We did de- design cubbies, uh, and did I? Did, well, here's the thing. I just realized that cubbies in like uh, Cubs, you know, like cute, cute cartoon cubbies. There's also the uh, Chicago Cubs are called the cubbies. So if you're a Cubs fan, we have Cub-based cubbies. And then if you say, "Well, I'm not a Cubs fan," I say, "What do you mean? Come on, like, don't you root for the like? Uh, don't you have some Cub Cub fan? Cub?" And you say, "I'm not sure what you're talking about." And I say, "Well, okay. Well, we have we don't we don't only have Cub-based cubbies. We have cubbies that look like Cubs. We have a, a drink, a bedtime drink called a cup of cubby." Uh which took us a while to think of. We said, "Well, it's got to be a well organized drink. Uh, what do you call that? Per- not perforated. Div- what do you call that when it's like divided, but it's not d- d- divided?" And they said, "I don't know." And uh, I said, "Well, cup of cubby. Yeah. I said we like a uh, like a uh, like a bit like a fuzzy navel." But no, 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 not an act. Because then <laughs> you say, "Well, what kind of? Th- there's almost a pun in there, like." Uh, what does a cub drink? Or what You know, what do you drink out of a cub's belly? Nothing, by the way. That's the answer to that question. Oh, sorry. I was just going to try to create a... Oh, so we have cubbies, uh, which also, or lockers. Uh, those are, we, we, yeah, you, you can use, you, you can't use those interchangeable. We have interchangeable lockers, which are cool, and lockers with in, interchangeable things on the inside, because you say, well, I'd like to make my locker section it off into some cubbies. And I said, don't worry. We, we also have a shelving. We have floor space. Uh, so because some people say, I just put it on the floor. I don't need a cup. Like, uh, and I said, don't worry. Yeah, we got that too. You can do that. Uh, we'll be ready for you. So, oh, so I'm going to try to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. One of the ways I do that is I send my voice across the deep, dark night. I use lulling. Soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, uh, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents, so I go off topic, I get mixed up, then I get confused, then i then I go on a top i say well confusion profusion of confusion that was one a tangent I've gone on in my life uh, and then I'll talk about that, then I'll circle back, but it's all to keep you company. Uh, as you drift off uh, so uh, a couple other things to know if you're new uh, a lot of important things to know new one thing i always tell you if you're new or newish is you could always skip the intro uh, some people start the show at 20 minutes 22 minutes like about 2% of people because uh, they want to get to the story parts but just skip the intro after you've listened for like if you've listened to the intro like f- f- like if you say well i like the show i don't like the intro like then start skipping ahead because you never know. I mean, the intro became this way because of listener feedback and not just like listener feedback over a couple of weeks, like years and years and years of listener feedback. So I wouldn't say it's been studied, but it's, but it's also studied that like 2% of people skip the intro. Then a few thousand people listen to the story only episodes on Patreon so that's an, that's a, that's another option. Uh, you can't really – then people say, well, why does it have to have, like, uh, ads? Uh, it's because – so it's free, and otherwise it would be behind one of the services that, uh, that either provide – you know, that's just the, the choice I make is uh, if the podcast is free and listener and ad-supported, that's how I can reach the most uh, people at the minimal cost to the user. So that's that. Then, okay, oh, so oh, those are a couple things. So you can skip the intro, but I I don't want you missing out either. I mean, you might, like, this is the one thing I said, I don't want you missing out on something you're going to fall asleep to and not listen to. It sounds strange, but it's just based on what I hear from listeners. So here, so there's that. Uh, So, oh, so, oh, if you're skeptical, this kind of goes along with it, or you're doubtful when you're new to the show. That makes total sense. Or if you say, I don't know if I like the scooter character, I can't believe my grandmother, uh, someone I went to the you know a dance with, and my roommates, uh, like cousin, all recommended the same podcast. And I'm not sure I like it. Uh, that's a totally. That's like the, the majority of people react that way. Skeptical. What do you mean you're going to put me to sleep? What are you talking about? or they like this guy, those are normal. I'm not, like, defensive at all. Those are totally normal, legitimate reactions in common. So, I would like, I just want to tell you if you're feeling that way, totally normal. The only thing I'll tell you is that uh, a large number of feedback, I mean, in the millions of people, have told me that uh, it took a few tries uh, to get used to it. And I mean that—that's I mean, overstating things. But like, uh, if if you you hear from one person out of every hundred, then yeah, it's in the millions for sure. Give it a few tries and see how it goes. The podcast is free, so just test it out like a couple nights and then see if it works for you or not, or if that skepticism wanes or whatever. But so that's the other thing uh, to know. Also, this podcast is not here to put you to sleep, uh, really. It's more here to keep you company and take your mind off of stuff, to be your companion, your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar cuz, your boar sib, your boar bestie, your boar bra, uh, than to be, I don't know if I want to say like, we're like the lily pad that the frog sits upon. We're not the frog that, you know, we're we're like the lily pad, but I'm not sure about that because it doesn't make any sense. It just popped in my head. I thought I'd say it. That Like, literally, I saw, it said, where the lily pad the frog sits on. And I said, what are you, Reggie Jackson of sleep metaphors? Uh, and I said, I don't understand what you're saying. And I said, no, don't worry. Uh, so, those, like, oh, so if you're, oh, so don't really, this podcast doesn't really put you to sleep. It's here. That's why the show's about an hour to give you plenty of time to drift off at your leisure. And if you can't sleep, whether it's situationally or you just can't sleep, I'm here to keep you company. I'm going to be here to the very end. And you can queue up episode after episode after episode if you need companionship in the deep, dark night. That's part of my job. So I'll be here to keep you company, whether you're awake or asleep. Uh, A couple of other things to know. This show... Uh, oh, oh, so I'm don't, li- oh, don't listen to me. That's the other thing. you not here to put you to sleep, but I'm not here to be listened to. This is a podcast you barely pay attention to. Like I said, I don't want you missing out on your opportunity not to pay any attention to me and barely listen by skipping the story, but you can do that. And then you say, oh, okay, that's what I prefer. So there's that, uh. Uh, and, uh, so those are two things. Oh, the other thing is the structure of the show, which I said kind of with the intro, but I'll now explain in a little bit more detail that can throw people off. So show starts off with a greeting, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, frog-based beings, uh, Yodish, you know, r- friends, uh, Jedis, uh, every, you know, everybody, lily pads, uh. Talk about a good listener. You know, that's like one of the most underrated listeners on the planet is a lily pad. They have, someone said they can't, they're not hearing you. I said, well, first of all, they are like, uh, they can, they can receive sound waves and water waves, by the way. They may not be listening to me, but that doesn't make them any different than the people in my life or the people that listen to this podcast, uh, So, oh, what was my point? Oh, structure the show. So it starts off with a greeting so you know you're welcome here. Then there's business. That's how we keep the podcast free. Then there's the intro. Now, the intro is like somewhere right around now between the uh, greeting, the the ads, and the intro. It's like 20 to 26 minutes or something. I don't know. When I record it, it's different. But... uh, like, I guess that's the kind of how it comes out in the end. And so, the, but the intro serves a, a really important purpose. Other than introducing new people to podcasts, it gives you some wind down time. And that's why it developed this way is because if I just start the story, then you got to think about, well, the story, when, when, how I got to fall asleep before the story ends. I don't want to ha- you'd have to worry about that. So there's this nice wind down or landing time where you can either be in bed, getting comfortable, be in bed, falling asleep or getting ready for bed or doing some other relaxing activity. Even if you just laying there, uh, chillaxing, you know, playing with chillaxing figures. We invented that. Uh, then we said, they said, don't use chillaxing in the podcasts anymore. And I said, I'll try, I'll try to remember that. But, uh, So that's what the, so the intro is just to to ease you into bedtime. That's my point. Uh, But yeah, it's not for everybody. Then there's business between the intro and the story. That's how podcast structure works. They say, well, that's where the ads go. So then there's that. And then there's our recap of the Mandalorian. Mandalorian on Mandalorian. And, you know, I'll be, this time I really, I just recorded the episode and I managed to talk about it longer than the episode, which is, you know, that's always an accomplishment. And so something I'm pretty proud of. I talked about, like, according to the recorder, I talked about a 34-minute episode for like 54 minutes or something. Now, some of that will be edited out, dead air or whatever, or but that's pretty good. Uh, so then, and then there's thank yous at the end. So that's the structure of the show. The other thing to know is the reason I make this podcast is because you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a place where you can get some respite and some rest so that you can live your life in a more full way tomorrow. And if I can make sleep less of a hassle, less of a rigmarole, something you don't dread, that's my goal. Because I've been there. The other thing is I know how it feels. Tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Yep. I've dealt with all those things. So, yeah, that's uh, the, the, that's why I'm here. That's why I make the show. And one way to view it is like a bit like a lily pad. You say, okay, like Sleeping Me is probably, you say, what natural thing this week are you going to compare the show to it? Say, well, lily pad, functional, first of all. Uh, you know, that, that's good for sitting. It's good. Great for looking at. Uh, so aesthetically, I wouldn't say now a lily pad with a flower with a lily, that's different. This is just a lily pad. You could say it's, I mean, I would say it's aesthetically pleasing. Not all lily pads are. So I'd say, yeah, we're a little bit on the lily pad that's been in the sun, and somehow sunk its roots into a place. You say, well, that uh, lily pad is not getting the maximum amount of nutrients like all the, some of the other ones, but it's still a healthy lily pad. And it's it's a creaky dulse lily pad for sure. Uh, somewhat passive, you say, well, it's, what's a lily pad do? It kind of just sits there. You could look at it. Other, also frogs, dra- dragonflies, other stri... I don't know if... Wa- Here's a question, and that's never come up. Hey, water striders, do you need a break anytime? Let me know. I mean, we've had fictional water striders on the podcast before. But hey, if I was a lily pad, I'd say, hey, water strider, come on over, you know, sit down or whatever. I don't know what you do to relax. uh, But if you'd like to relax, I've never seen a water strider relax. So they say, Scoots, what natural animal are you most like? I'd say probably a water strider. You see, the water shoe says, "But hey, bub, have you ever tried walking on water?" The the only other person to do it is a transcendent being, and I'd say, "Well, I'm aware of that." But well, one time I saw I had these I I, I saw at a garbage uh, thing a dump they call it like these uh, styrofoam water shoes. I got those and I fell down a lot, so I can't be easy. Uh, but yeah, but if you, I'm just saying, if you want to break, uh, like I'm here, like as a lily pad or person, you could, hop, I don't, I mean, you don't, you don't have any like protuberances or anything. You could hop on my skin if you want. Yeah. But, uh, just an offer to water striders everywhere. You know, not all of you at once, of course, please know like, uh, that I can only accommodate, uh, like that's just more of a polite way of saying it, uh. If I meet a water... First, there'll probably be an application process. If I was, you know, figuratively as a lily pad, it's fine. I'm just more... The, say, yo, this, hey, Scoots, this is the International Water Strider uh, Association. We're the lobbying group for water striders. We heard your offer on the podcast. Uh, and we consider it a legal compact. So we'll be moving in. Moving in where? On you. We're going to be living on you now. Scoot Striders, we'll be calling ourselves. And they'd say, well, I don't think you, maybe before you want to try, maybe send some representatives to try it out because I can't recommend. I mean, I don't know. There's not a lot. I'm not, I don't have a high stride ability either. I mean, I could stride with the stride and with the stride or So, so this is our friend Summer, uh, who made a documentary about the podcast, uh, and has an idea for a new doc. Uh, just made me think of the possible subject if Summer's listening to say, Striding with the We could think of a group called the Striders, Striding with the Striders. So, I don't know. So, if you're new, you say, What happened? This this person was trying to introduce a podcast. And then they and I say, Well, that's how I'm like a lily pad. Also, a lily pad, like I said, it's a great thing to talk to. If you say, Well, I got to get something off my chest, but I'm not really ready for a human. Or even maybe in a, like a being that could look at me. Yet, I mean, maybe I try a toad or a frog later. But right, I guess I'd start with the lily pad because people, you know, the people that don't get it would say, "Well, li- lily pad can't hear you." But I'd say a lily pad's like, in you know, it is like a it's it could hear you. It can feel your sound waves. There's there's no doubt about it. Science, even science, would back me up on this. I mean, it might. You might have to talk. Don't. You don't need to talk that close. Don't close talk a lily pad. Right away. Uh, also, probably not the best idea because it's so exposed. But uh, I think it remind me this summer when when I find you know if I finally get out of where I am, uh, I'm gonna kiss a lily pad. I'm gonna do it. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna do it. Like, and if you're a scientist, you know, let me know. Say, scoots please don't kiss any lily pads. This is the lily pad council of the world. Uh, please don't, don't kiss any lily pads. And they would say, well, I mean, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll bring some pure or something. And and they said, no, please don't, please don't put pure L as uh, the international council of lily pads. Uh, we've decreed you not a friend of lily pads. And I said, well, I was just talking, I was just talking ideas, uh, how about if I kiss my fingers and then to touch, kiss you, whatever they call. I'll blow you. Let's just agree on this. Uh, this summer, I'll blow. I'll blow lily pads, kisses nonstop. I mean, talk about like this is 2020 when I'm recording this. But if you say Scoots, how do you see 2021 going? In a cartoonish fashion, like you know, mid third quarter, you know, middle mid to late 2021. That's like me in a boat blowing kisses to lily pads. That's that's what I'm looking forward to doing in 2021, like 08 2021. That's if you if you say Scoots, yeah. If everything goes good, what'll it be like? Uh, international travel, uh, jet planes, uh, extreme sports. No, nope. in a boat blowing kisses to lily pads and talking to them. Probably, you know, at that point I'll be serenading them and, you know, working on my new program for, you know, water striders, give them a break. Uh, Probably we'll have some signs or something. Slow your wake, give water, because, you know, if you live in a, if you've ever been in a boat zone where, like, people park their boats and stuff, uh, it says slow your wake. And then sometimes people, hey, give the water striders a break, slow your wake. I would also put in an F-R-I-G-G-I-N, like, uh, maybe that, could, let me know, maybe Bernie could do an episode about that, uh, so anyway, I'm glad you're here, I work really hard, and, uh, are a nice drive, I want to help you fall asleep, I appreciate you checking the podcast out, and here's a couple ways I'm able to do this for you twice a week, all right, everybody scoots here, I'm loading up the old, uh, the, pl- do the people call it the plus, I don't think so. You watching the Max or the Plus man well the Plus right now that's what Mandalorian's on Actually there's Max and isn't the other isn't there more than one service with a plus at the end Okay so I'm getting us getting ready to go uh, chapter 11 episode 3 season 2 and uh, Disney Plus it has the Disney Plus thing to start out I got to turn down my it says, the the teaser thing says, the Mandalorian braves high seas and meets unexpected allies. And uh, I guess that's a teaser, you say, well, technically that happened. But uh, unexpected, uh, I think I'd expect them to be allies. but we go through last time on our recap, but this is the way, of course. Oh, boy, is it. Uh, oh, so messing around. The frog beings. The X-Wings, the sliding, the snow, the ferns, the sentient ferns. Who could forget those sentient fern, The sentient fern families. Or was it one family? Um, Helmet never been removed. Never. This is the way. Covert is close. No hyperdrive. Uh, Last episode, uh, chase, crash, ferns saved, limp to trask, crazy in cockpit. That was one of the last things they say. We're going to have to get cozy in the cockpit. Not crazy. Crazy and cozy in the cockpit. And something Land Ride Waffle. Oh, that doesn't say Land Ride Waffle. It says Lucasfilm. Then we get the Star Wars thingamajig. Then I said, holy gas giant. Because, excuse me, because there's a giant gas giant on the screen. And it's looking good. Then we see a green-blue planet uh, underneath the gas giant. I would love to know how much it costs Like to to have—I mean, my brother is in visual arts, but to have something like that made, uh, this gas giant. Uh, then, yeah, the Earth-like planet. Uh, we hear the horn-style Mando music, also, uh sleeping in uh, lotus mode. Frog Woman's sleeping with her her spawn. Alarm goes off. Mandalorian sleeps, wakes up. Caesar also wakes up. Frog Woman wakes up. Uh, Mando says, okay, great news. Uh, That time the alarm went off with good news. We're going to land here. Then he says, uh, he uses a bad word in his, like, I don't know if it's in Mandalorian. He says, dang, Fargate. Uh, Let me see what he really says in the dank ferric dank ferric sounds like something you'd smoke before you listen to sleep with me if you're you know anyway so then horn resources i don't know what that means because that's wrong guru mode yoda sleeping in guru mode uh then yeah we made it uh then uh it's baby re- oh then it's, it's holy reentry going in hot uh Mando needs the Frog Woman's hands, so she has to put her eggs down, and it's a bumpy ride. Yes, she has to hold the lever back. And notice Mando's strapped in. I think, oh, maybe not. Maybe that's just his, uh, his cape, his cloak. Uh, Bath, Bath, uh, eggs shake. Oh, lever back. Action music. Uh, then they go in, they're saying, Hey, slow down. This is a port. What are you doing? Slow it down, please. Reverse engine thrusters. Again, example of, in a small way, great storytelling because it really uh, uh, twists your expectations on the set a couple times. They say, slow down. He says, it's almost there. Razor crest, do you copy? You gotta slow it down too fast. And the Mando hits the brakes and manages to land perfect. Almost perfectly. As man Calamari looks on. Then it goes off like he has an engine go stall out and he goes into the drink. Uh, trying my best. Brace. Hold on. Almost there. Reduce speed too fast. Uh, Save the day, Mon Calamari face, nice and easy. Razorcrest overboard. Then we see the title card, uh, the heiress, chapter nine, chapter eleven. Uh then the uh Razorcrest gets fished out of the water by like uh like an Adat walker crane. I don't know if it was a repurposed walker, or they always had cranes like that. It would make sense where they are, but like a port, a crane you'd see in port, but with legs. Uh, let's see. Pulls them out of the water. Lots of water. Frog woman's off the ship pretty fast. Mando says, can you fix it to the Mon Calamari? How can I help you? Can you fix my ship? Uh, No. Can't do it, man. But I can make it fly. And Mando says, here's my, here's my, he says, yeah, okay, I can put some gas in it if it still holds gas. Uh, Yoda's in his spram, very uh, uh, waterfront dock style scene, very busy. And the frog woman's looking for someone. She's says, and then all of a sudden the cross such this is talk about heartwarming. Oh my goodness, for a cold blooded uh, I don't know if frogs are cold blooded, but uh my heart was warm. Also a lot of amazing uh costuming, like caps and sweaters and stuff, but uh the frog husband appears and they embrace, they have these huge smiles, so much love, uh they smile, they hug, I mean I could be projecting that they're not smiling, but uh you say silly stack I call them just joy stack man this is a stack of joy these two they touch each other's faces they uh, they touch each other's snouts, they touch the uh and Mando says you got you can't be uh, you know fertilized and spawn on the dock front because it just wouldn't you know. And they say, yeah, we got to get home. Thanks so much, uh, the frog, the greener frog, says, hey. and the Mando says, what about fi- helping me find some Mandalorians? He says, yeah, over there, uh, and then Mando says, the inn, over there? And he goes, that's what I said, and frog, and then we see him, a serious cloaked character watching Mando. To me, they seemed like a wizard, uh. And they said, "Wow, there's a wizard watching, but, uh, then they're gone. When Mando notices them, they vanish away. He says, huh, anyway, I got to get to the, uh, so he, the frogs walk off. They're kind of holding hands. Uh, they look back at Mando and the floating pram Oso's in the floating pram and they go to like a chowder house, uh, what does this say? A cloaked woman watches, vanishes, they're at a chowder house getting chowder. Oh, the frogs go with them. They say, yeah, this is the place. Uh, all right, we got to go because we got a uh, frog, you know, frog related. You know, we've we got nature's calling. The frogs say, nature's calling, we got to go, not to go to the restroom. So then, uh, the chowder house, so the proprietor, uh, says, have a seat, uh, what can I get you? And Mando, as cool as a Mando can be, and not cool if you own an inn, uh, he says, this kid needs to eat, uh, uh, you get him some, you know, whatever, your finest, uh, food. He goes, N- and you, nothing for me, thanks, uh. You know, maybe he could order to go, but the guy says you can't sit down if you don't order. Which this is—I remember doing this, uh, like uh, not to go on a tangent, but uh this was once upon a time. I'm not going to name any names, but there's a play, famous place in San Francisco for Irish coffee. This is when I would indulge, uh, and I had two friends visiting. I believe it was two friends who, and they were visiting, or maybe it was one friend visiting and an, another friend that lived here. And so that was like one of the places you take people that enjoy adult beverages when they're in San Francisco. You say, hey, this is famous for this, where Irish coffee claimed to be invented, or I don't know. And we went there during the day on a weekday, but even then it's very busy. And it's really a place for tourists. Uh, and uh, I guess some probably people hang out there, but. Uh, and they depend on the tourist business, and they turn try to turn over their tables or maximize, it, especially if if you're a, 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 a serving staff uh, trying to make the most money you can. And we had gone there uh, to uh, like to, to 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 have Irish coffee, or I guess I did, because that's my primary motivator back then. Was anything with. Uh, but so my, both my friends, I remember this, we sat down and again, like, I guess when you're in a tourist area, anywhere we could sit down and and catch a breath is always nice too. And also the the, the staff, at least in my opinion, could be surly, but not like, so they, so we we took three open seats, uh, not at the bar, but at like a secondary area. And the, she said, yeah, what do you have? I said, well, I'll have Irish coffee and maybe a. May I ordered two things, and then they said, I'm fine, I'm fine. She goes, no. And she looked at me, and she goes, no, no, no. And just like that, she said, no, you can't sit. And I said, okay, three Irish coffees, please. Uh, uh, but, man, so, I don't know. I guess that story, it's a sleep podcast story. All as well. But this guy says, you can't sit here if you need anyone that takes a seat has to eat something. And Mando goes, you got ice money, man. Mon Cal- whatever that was called. I forgot the name of the Mon Calamari Cash. Uh, and uh, he says, I'm looking for, I, I can buy something else, not food, information. And uh, the, he goes, I'm looking for other people like me. And the Mon Calamari goes, Oh, okay. Let me, uh, well, first let me get some chowder from the ceiling. Uh, he goes, Yeah, others with Beskar have been through here. And Mando goes, who can take me? He goes, I'll, f- I'll find someone, don't worry. Uh, Oso gets some food, which was a bit like a chowder gruel, but uh, it was still a thing. Was, uh, then, Oh, then the man calamari goes to a squid person. A lot of different type of squid beings in this episode. This, Yeah, this person's a squid person. Uh, strangely enough, Oso's having calamari. He needs help cutting it up into little bits, uh, which his dad does for him. The squid person sits down. And they say, Yeah, have you, uh, are you looking for somebody like you? Oh, yeah, I've seen him. I, he's got a seafaring. Uh, he goes, A few hours sail on me boat. Uh, it'll cost you though. And, uh, it goes dun dun dun. Then we see this cool trawler straight out of the movie Westworld. Uh,. Really, uh, uh, number four B, I guess it says on the side, but yeah. And the last time I saw Westworld was at, uh, you know, uh, during the Westworld stunt show that once upon a time, Mark Gagliardi was in, but, uh, that wasn't that long ago, maybe a year or two ago, a year and a half ago, maybe, uh, but yeah, they're on the ship. It's a fishing ship. Uh, mama corn eat, uh. I don't know what that means. So I have to look that up. Child might like it. But yeah, it's a fishing ship. Everybody's working except for Mando and Oso are looking over the side. Uh, and yeah, they can't they, they say they're saying, yeah, get over there, get that rope, uh, move that stuff, uh, grab a hook, uh Mama core. Because you want to see a mama core eat? Uh quite a sight. Child might like it, uh also goes, I like to eat. Of course I do. He goes, no pressure. Take a look. Uh, it's in a book uh, right over here. And they, they, he goes, close enough. Look, look. and then they're feeding this. Uh, they have like a boat within a ship, you know, a, a pool within a ship. Uh, and then they drop some fish in there. And it bubbles up. Uh, and they say, oh, boy, she must be hungry. We usually feed her in the morning, but, uh, miss that. Uh, then suddenly it changes, uh, and gets interesting because it's, they say, uh, uh, like unexpectedly you hear Jeff, like one of the squid people doing an imitation of Jeff Probst. So shout out to Robin Wiggles. Uh, but, uh, they say, um, they could they say previously on survivor uh and then they do they, they just do a quick one they do you had for this this challenge uh was featured in whatever seasons four six and forty uh four and they say like i don't know and mandalorian says what are you doing i'm not here to be a part of uh because i didn't even sign a release and definitely i didn't sign one for my kid to compete in a count, and they say, oh, you got to pay, you know, whoever competes can win their fare on the boat. Uh, it's fun and games. Uh, also, we're not giving you a choice uh, because if you don't win the competition, we're going to take your armor. I guess also, or, uh, Mando's armor is not waterproof. Uh, uh, so let's see, Mando in the tub. Yeah, so they make him... Now, we don't see Oso, so we said, we don't know. I think Oso's not not planning on being in the competition. And all of them are, like, more booing instead of... uh, uh, And then Jeff Probst says, dig, Mando, dig. Uh, Come on, Don't give up, uh, all that kind of stuff. It was just, I said, that was a coolest. I said, oh, that's cool that they had Jeff Probst uh, voice a character, or maybe he was playing one of the characters, like using makeup. Oh, also that industrial music that I love starts playing in the background. Uh, and I think that it's like, like uh, the sound, uh, sweet sounds of Beskar Steel or Beskar Armor uh, firing up. Because, uh, what to my wondrous eyes does appear but, uh, three, uh, people clad in Mandalorian, bluish Mandalorian armor. And they say, this is an unanswerable. First, they say, by the way, first of all, this is from CBS, uh, like desist. You don't have the rights to do a survivor show on this Trask or any other planet. Uh, secondly, uh you don't have proper releases and then the, the squid people say we don't care uh you know this is an underground uh t- tv sh- reality tv show they go we're about to show you a reality show called so you think you can dance your right way right off this boat and so they dance uh uh, their way off the boat all the squid people they say well you're squids uh, you might as well swim we'll take this boat over because uh this is all rude behavior really great action sequence of dancing and uh love of uh things then they get mando out of the water he says he goes yeah there's a goes the child uh so someone dives in 'Cause they haven't seen Oso, the child. They go, Don't worry, brother, we got this. Mando's out of breath. Uh, so weak spot in the Mandalorian we discover. Uh, and other than as, you know, sis like an inability, you know, to have to love. Then the one of the um, new the new blue Mandalorian people comes uh, with a floating pram. Uh, oh, so it locked it up. So he he's in there, but he says, "Papa, what a uh, what was that?" What's he goes? We, and Mando says, "We don't even watch Survivor yet. He's too young." And he goes, "By the way, I've been looking for more of our kind. Uh, this is interesting." But it's interesting. His thing is like the child. If if you are gone back to Poppin, thank you. You've been you've been searching. What's the stay? The the hill. That's my writing, but let's see what they say here in the dialogue. I've been searching for our kind. Well, you're lucky we found you. Quested, I got to deliver this child. I was hoping. All of a sudden, they take off their uh, armor or their helmets. Uh, and I said, What in the name associate so say we all? Uh, but uh, a reddish-haired Starbuck is uh, what I would, to my wondrous eyes, did it next appear. Uh, but really, it's not Starbuck because that's a different show. And two other uh, one was the cloaked one, the cloaked woman. Uh, one was a cloaked person, and then a new person. Uh, and they're kind of checking Mando and the baby out. Uh. Mando's confused. Where, where'd you get that armor? Uh, and, uh, the, like the lead says, it's been in my family. You're not Mandalorian. You can't, you got to cover your face. Uh, and then, uh, the guy says, he's one of them, a zealot. Uh, and then she says, dank ferric too. Like the swear word. One of what? Uh, he says, uh, she goes, I'm Bo-Katan of, uh, I was born on the Mandal- on Mandalore uh, before the Purge. Clan cries or something. Well, I fought in the Purge. Uh, last in my line. And your child to the watch. Uh, he goes, never heard of it. Watch. Uh, she goes, a little bit of a zealot uh, that broke away from Mandalorian society to reestablish the ancient way. Then she looks at Oso and Mandalore and goes, there's only one way, way of the Mandalore. He gets in her face and then walks off. He's, you know, cold as usual, cold and unresponsive. So there's multiple looks. Uh, this is at 13 minutes. Uh, Bo-Katan gives a look and the two people with her give serious looks. So they all exchange these looks like, what a, who is this dude? But he flies off. Then the sun sets. They fly off, uh, and they actually take the ship out because they say this is not an unauthorized production of a CBS show. Uh, it can't be exist on Disney Plus, so we got to take that out. Uh, then we see the moonrise. Uh, moonrise on the uh, docks, and the Mando's walking with his baby. Just him and his child, uh, having a night, nice moonlit walk on the docks alone until, uh, people say, yo, what's up with my brother? You were supposed to go fishing with him. And, uh, that's a squid based being. And he says, I heard you broke up his produ- his underground production of the TV show Survivor, the Trask edition. And Mando goes, none of your business, uh. They go, we don't think you understand. This is all, we don't have TV here except for local productions. And uh, we're looking forward to this week's episode, and now we don't get to see it or any other episodes. uh, So we're going to have to film another episode right here on the docks uh, without your permission. Next thing you know, Bo-Katan and the crew show up. And they handle it. Uh, Mandalorian doesn't even have to do anything. So they have blue armor with some spray decorations, a little bit more form-fitting, some two-tone stuff. Uh, obviously, they take their helmets off. Uh, two of their helmets have antennae. Maybe all three of them do. Then they're at the, they're at another restaurant, not the Chowder House. They say, why don't we have dinner together or something, or why don't you buy us a drink? Uh, and Mandel goes, okay, you know, this kid eats all the time anyway. Well, they say, well, let us buy you a drink. They say, then uh Bo-Katan says, Trask is where uh, people are selling stuff underground. And uh, they're like uh, old Empire stuff, uh, plunders of Mandel are being sold Uh and we're going to seize those and retake our home planet. And once we've done that, we'll see the new Mandalore on the throne. And Mandalorian goes, no, no, no. Mandal- Mandalore's cursed. Didn't you know that? And I guess she's the heiress. He goes, yeah, the planet's cursed. Anyone who goes there, bad luck for life. Uh, once the Empire uh, knew they couldn't control it, they put a curse on it. uh And Bo-Katan goes, Cursed, uh, you believe everything you read, man? He goes, No, I read it online, not in a book. And she goes, That's uh, them trying to keep us separate. We're stronger together, Mandalorians. Uh, And he goes, Not part of my plan. I got other stuff going on. I got to deal with this kid. So, sorry, I pass. I quested to return this child to the Jedi. And she she says, "What do you know the Jedi?" He goes nothing. Can you help me? He goes, aren't you uh, supposed to do that by creed anyway? Then one of the other uh, 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 of her Mandalorian people is uh, having noodles. Oso's watching, like, "Ooh, those noodles look good." Uh, Oso's watching. She and the Mandalorian says, "I hope you could help me by creed." And uh, he even says, Ooh, noodles. Uh, and they go help you by creed? Mm, uh, I can lead you to, uh, uh, someone, a, uh, a Jedi, but you have to help me on our mission. And he goes, mission. And she raises her eyebrows. Then they go and they're looking at a, a freighter, old empire freighter loaded with stuff, uh, supposed to depart at first light. Uh, we're gonna catch, you know, we're gonna take everything on there, uh, and uh, empty it out. And he says, Stow away. They go, No, they, they've they been, they know that move. So we got to do another move. Uh, he goes, Four people. He goes, We're gonna have to use surprise. Uh, and she goes, Yeah, I know, I know what I'm doing. She also has a light up hairpiece or helmet locker. Uh, she goes, The great thing is, this is like port rules. Uh, mainly uh, because, uh, it has to stay in trawling speed while it's in port, so we can fly up, uh, when it's in the atmosphere and get on in the shipping lanes. Then it ascends into orbit and takes off. And the tower won't allow them, you know, won't, can't go fast until. And he goes, Yeah, there's any troopers on board? She goes, A squad or something, uh, And then one of the other people says, Yeah, they don't have very good aim, you know, so don't worry. Then the Mando knocks on a door. says, I know Scoots likes knocking. And the frogs say, Don't worry, you can come knocking. Nothing's going on here anymore, so you didn't miss anything. But he says, uh, Let's see, Mando, so matter of fact, Yoda likes a noodle. Help me by creed, trawling speed, airspace. Uh, lighter, oh, light up hair hair sides, knock, knock. Uh, something's come up, he says. Uh, are you done with the, uh, you know, and, and then they say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, I need you to watch the kid for a little while. And they say, okay, uh, I guess so. He goes, hey, by the way, you're going to stay here with these frog people. Be respectful. Mind your manners you know what I'm talking about, uh, this time I actually have consequences or maybe they'll give you consequences and I don't have to do it. Uh, I'll be back. Then Oso gets to see one of the uh, hatchlings, uh, and he even, uh, opens his mouth in joy. I think, I hope, uh, next thing is we see, and again, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of good effects in this. We see the trawler take off, uh, Oh, it was just cool. I never seen a trawler, a space trawler take off. Uh, and it starts to head out of port real slow. So we see a little bit of that uh, slow flying. And we see it start to climb. And then we see the Mandos in pursuit. They land on the roof. And they slowly, you know, roll up on the... Um, Stormtroopers, a couple of them, they say, hey, you hop off the ship while we're close to ground. One of them manages to close the door, and alarm goes off. They say, oh, is that Titus? Is that Titus? What? In the? And he says, yeah, more pirates. Uh, so, very familiar face for movies and television. He says, okay, guard everything, seal the hatch, uh, let's get ready to rumble. But he's got a nervous look on his face. Then they're trying to hack the door, which they do. Uh, they had, and they say, "Oh boy, they got the door open." Then it's a dance off uh, against uh, some of the um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, some of them. We see kind of everybody in action. A lot of action sequences here you know laser tag they call it like it's like a bit like hide and seek and tag together where you're trying to aim the laser and it makes everybody go beep beep you're out uh so they play that with the stormtroopers uh the stormtroopers just aren't as agile as uh and confident the the mandalorians all four of them are very confident and competent they say what's going on how many people are on board uh 10, 20 people, and then one of the pilots says, No, there's only four, and then they're Mandalorians, so oh boy, everybody shares a look, oh no, uh, not Mandalorians, and they're headed to the cargo bay, and he goes, We got to get moving here. How long? They go, Yeah, well, we're still in the harbor zone, we got to follow the rules. He, the captain goes, No, or the admiral or whatever, Titus, he says, Get it moving now. And they say, okay, it's against the rules, but we'll do it. Uh, It's going to make everybody mad. So they pull up. Then there's more hide-and-seeking. Mandalorian has one of his thingamajigs. Oh, then it's a smoke-poofer. And they're able to use their thermal imaging to, you know, get another advantage. But they head towards the cargo bay, which is full of stormtroopers loading up. And they say, what's happening? Intruders on their way. Uh, Hold them off till we jump into hyperspace. uh, And we'll rendezvous with the fleet. uh, So they get ready for that. Uh, They're waiting for the elevator, which is three levels. Going up one, going up two, going up to level three. And everybody's ready, but they're not ready for you know you know how it is. And then they're closing another set of doors, uh, close all the doors, close any doors you can. Uh, so they close the Mandalorians in the 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 piloting the pilot, and the everybody's listening. And they say, oh, great, we, we got them locked up. Uh, we think we closed them in between two sets of doors, uh, so we got them. They go, trapped in where? In the cargo control area. So then there's a slow dawning in the cargo control area. Oh, boy. So then the cargo is controlled uh, out of the ship. Uh, so then everybody gulps, like double gulp, triple gulp, a holy gulp. Uh, hello? Anybody there? No, no one's there. The Mandalorians find all the, they take off their helmets. They say, this is all our stuff uh, that got taken. So we're taking it with us. They call the head of the ship because uh, they say, do you copy? And uh, book ten says, you bet it. You bet I do. Thanks for giving me my gear. Uh, we're going to be in great shape with this stuff. And if you think, if the captain says, you're not going to get away with that, uh, he goes, even if you get rid of some of the crates, uh, we'll find you. And, uh, she says, uh, oh, we're not jetting it. We're taking the ship. Uh, we're not taking the, uh, stuff. Put some tea on. We'll be up in a minute. Mandalorian says, what do you mean you're taking the ship? This wasn't part of the plan. Uh. And she goes, there's something I need. If I'm to rule Mandalore, something that was once mine, they know where it is, and soon so will I. Either way, we're taking the ship for the future. Mandalorian says, "But well, we, I got the, the stuff you needed. I, I got to find the foundling. And bo says, if you want je- the Jedi, find a Jedi, you got to help me f- f- find the ship, you know, take the ship first. Uh. And he goes, you're changing the terms of the deal. And she goes, haven't you seen any of these episodes of the series this season? You know, uh, get used to it. This is the way. And he goes, I guess she's right. It is the way. Holy moly. My way and her way. Then the other Mandalorians walk by him as he sulks for a minute. But he has his helmet on. Then Moff Gideon calls the captain of the ship. What's going on? It's Moff Gideon here. And he says, Yeah, we need some backup, uh, Mandalorian pirates. uh." He goes, Did you get rid of them? No, that's why we need backup now. And he goes, The same pirates, huh? And he goes, Yes, sir. And he goes, How far have they gotten? they got everything but the bridge, uh, so we need backup. uh, And Moff Gideon says, well, it's probably too late then. No backup for you. You know what to do. And the two pilots look at each other. And then Moff Gideon says, long live the Empire. And Moff Gideon, or the captain says, oh, no. So then everybody says, okay, you know what we got to do here. So the two pilots ejected. they say okay, I see ya? So then he says, okay, I'm gonna bring it in for a landing, uh, water-based landing. And Bo-Katan says, we got to. You can't let him land the ship. We got to get back there, especially water-based landing. We know you can't swim very well, Mandalorian. But there's also a backup squad of troopers with uh, heavy repeating blasters. So they go, oh, well, what are we going to do? Axe Wolves uh, and Cosca Reeves are uh, the char- other characters' names, maybe. They say, how we're pinned down, you know, and they say, what are we going to do? And Mandalorian says, uh, they go, we're, we're getting closer to landing. And he goes, they don't give me, you know, shiny Beskar armor for nothing. So he puts his Beskar armor to use, uh. And runs right up to the stormtroopers and says, tag, you're it. Uh, And then uh, they say, well, we've been tagged. Uh, We've already been brought, you know, I've already been brought, or whatever they say on shows. So then they get onto the the, the deck, you know, the deck of the ship. What do they call that, the bridge? And they say, yeah, we're on the bridge. Let me just see if I missed anything during that part. I don't think so though. But yeah, Mando sneaks up, it tags us the, the tag you're at, uh or you're out in this case. A bit like a football player, because uh, they were like throwing dodgeballs at him. But you know, all the Mandalorians are impressed, because uh, it was impressive. And he says, Come on, let's get out let's get to the front of the ship, uh So then they go back, they they bring the ship up from landing. And they say, you know, Captain, that was not right. Then Bo-Katan talks to the captain as, uh, she, he goes, she goes, where is it? He goes, where's what? The dark saber. Does he have it? Uh, he goes, if you're asking, you already know. And Mandalorian and somebody else, uh, land, like take the ship away from landing back into space. Everybody's out of breath. And, you know, that was like, oh boy. Okatan says, listen, Captain, uh, you, know, I'll, you know, you know, you got to tell me, I'll, I'll take care of you. He goes, he'll take care of me. And he goes, do you remember a band called Dr. Teeth and the Electric Teeth, Dr. Something and the Electric Teeth? Uh, and he goes, yeah, but how can you not remember the doctor's name? And he goes, I don't know, but it was the Electric Teeth, right? Uh, and he sings this, he won't stop singing this song, the Electric Teeth you know, which is a little strange, uh, and, uh, it, it, like she says, he's, he says, it's all I'm going to say for the rest of the show. I'm not going to give you any answers. She goes, that's, uh, then they say, we got it. Cosco Reeves said, we got to move because, uh, he sent out a distress signal or talked to somebody and Bo-Katan says, are you going to come with us or what? And Mandalorian goes, no, 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 uh. I got to deal with this foundling. I left him with a couple of frogs that were, uh, and they go, okay, let's prepare to jump. Uh, You sure you don't want to come with us? He goes, yeah, something I need to do. Offer stands if you change your mind. Mandalorian says, where can I find the Jedi? And she takes off her helmet, and she says, "Uh, Caladon, Corvus, uh, Ashoka Tano. Tell her you're set by Bo katan Ashoka Katano, whatever it is, Ashoka Kano. Let me see. That's uh, I just started watching with my daughter some of the um some of the Star Wars Clone Wars things. So Ashoka Tano, I think that's what it is. Let me see. Also, I just watched the Star Kid uh, Star Wars musical. That's pretty. The the, the the I don't have the actor's name who plays Darth Vader, but he's really good. Uh, Kaladin, Forrest Banner, Planet of Corvus, Ashoka Tano. Tell her you were sent by bo So she was, uh, Anakin Skywalker's, uh, Padawan, I th- in, at least in the Clone Wars, I think. So that's going to be interesting to, you know, get back to. Your bravery will not be forgotten. This is the way. And, uh, man, Mando says, this is the way I can accept. He says, actually, I think I can accept change of helmetless beings. He jumps off the ship, uh, and does a little, uh, a little flying back to the port city. Uh, then we have cute baby, baby Yoda, uh, bathing one of the frog babies, which is so cute. Uh, you're helping bathe them. And he's like so brusque, man. He goes, he goes, walks in. He says, thanks for watching the kid. Picks him up. He says, come on, kid. Uh Let's go. That's it. Okay, kid. Come on. It's Time to go. While he's still bathing him. Let's go. Come on. He does say congratulations. Oh, uh, so whines. He says, no, no, no. We're not taking a frog baby with us. They go back to his ship, which is in, uh, the same condition he left it in, which is a mess. Uh, Mando goes up to the uh, Mon Calamari, who's got a fishing sweater on. He says, uh, is that the best you could do? 10,000 credits or whatever? And the guy goes, sign here, man. Uh, he's got waterproof overalls on Mando, the, the the Mon Calamari. Mando gets on. There's a lot of fishing He fixed it. He just fixed it Mon Calamari style so that, like, he redecorated the ship in, like, a, like, a, what you would do, like, a way, like, over, like, the accoutrement you would expect, not in a tiki bar, but a tiki bar accoutrement, so not tiki style, but, like, fishing, like, uh, nets and fishing lines and, uh, even a squid snack for Baby Oso that, uh, Mandalorian has to handle it. And again, he says, Don't let me cut your food up for you, kid. Maybe even a baby version of what was in the Survivor competition. And it's a bumpy ride. He says, Man, the ship is like uh trashed. Baby also says, Oh boy, Papa, what is this thing? Uh, and Papa says, Don't worry about it, kid. Uh and uh he, and he says, Yeah, here's your he goes, Yay, yeah, it's lunchtime. They take off. There's stuff falling off the ship. Uh, one thing falls off before they go into orbit. And then after they go into orbit, but before they go into hyperspace, uh, something else falls off. Let's see, they're above that. Uh, you don't know, get another shot of the gas giant, but yeah, we see it losing one more piece. Then we get uh, Bryce Dallas Howard directed this episode. Uh, and we get um whatever you call it, uh, whatever the concept art. We get a ship into support uh, the uh, the Razor Crest. Uh, then we get three mandos. Uh, is plate number two. Plate three is uh underwater cockpits shot. Plate four is Oso squid lunch. Playing with his food. Uh, Plate five is uh, the port at night. Um, Let's see what it is. Uh, Yeah, everybody working. Port at dusk, I'd say. Uh, Six is the Empire ship from the inside, the uh, cargo hold. Seven is the fishing boat out at sea. looks a little bit better on, on the concept art uh eight is a pram and water pre-survivor competition with special effects like it has a little water effect uh nine is more another port shot of the razor crest Uh, 10 is mando and the uh troopers 11 is also giving the uh frog bath. actually it's after the frog had a bath uh looks like maybe he's on mando's ship hiding it uh Like he snuck a frog on there. So we still have a few minutes. I thought I didn't do a a step-by-step thing. Let me see if I could, uh, how many minutes it is to do this. Uh, we can do a step-by-step thing of, uh, how to take a, um, yeah, I think we could do it. Oh no, that's not it. Let's see. How many minutes is this scene? It's a little bit long, but we'll just do like how many steps, uh. To take a uh, to take a tra- freighter. So step one, scout it out. Step two, get a babysitter for your ba- your baby. Oh, so step three, uh, watch it take off. Oh, step two a, make sure tell your kid to behave. Uh, step four, use your jetpack. Land on the roof. Step five, use sneak. Try to sneak up on them and get in as fast as you can. Step six, not fast enough, Uh, so we got to unlock the door, hack the door. Step seven, uh, you know, uh, step eight, get ready, have Bo-Katan, I think Bo-Katan go in and do some super moves uh, and uh, outdance uh, three stormtroopers. Step eight, if you walk with authority, holy cow, you'd say we're strutting. Uh, step nine, uh, laser tag, uh, out a laser tag a group of stormtroopers, no problem. Uh, because, again, we walk with confidence. Uh, it might take us two or three trips of coverage. Uh, you know, if you're on the bridge, wor- start worrying. Step 11, is that what we're on? Uh, they adjust the height, use a smoke screen. And keep moving forward, uh, like, you know, use our thermal imaging. Step 12, if you're on the ship, you're you're getting outstepped. Uh, take the elevator, which I wouldn't do. That's something I would not put on in my step count. Step 13, let the elevator door open with no surprise. But we have pescar armor, so we totally got moves. Uh, step, I don't know what step around 14, 15. step 15, get sealed in a room. Step 16, realize that these are not, uh, obviously the Empire and post-Empire has a loose hiring practices because who would want to join it anyway? So they just locked us in the control room. So step, whatever, 16, release the cargo and the cargo people, escargo as they say. Uh step seventeen, you know, check out the check out the score. We also have to capture the, the ship. Step 18, call in let them know what to put hot tea on because we're coming. Uh step twenty. Oh boy, they're gonna um land the ship uh so we gotta move faster. Step twenty-one, pinned down by superior firepower. Oh, well, like step twenty a Mando tries to back out. You know, you gotta hold the information till, he, till we have taken the ship. Uh, step twenty or twenty-one or something. Uh, go full Mando if you're the Mandalorian. Show that you're the Mandalorian, uh, and gain access to the bridge. Step twenty-one. Uh, pull the ship out of its dive so it doesn't land. Step twenty-two. If you're Bo Katan. Uh, discuss electric teeth and say, please, like, oh, too late. You, you, you're you only going to sing electric teeth songs. Uh, step 23, level the ship back out. Uh, if you're Mandalorian, get the piece, if you're the Mandalorian, get the pieces of information you need from Bo-Katan. Establish, we have now end on brusque but good rapport. And step 24, exit. So that was like our shortest step-by-step step one because I did it post, uh, post-haste, I guess. But yeah, that's another episode of the Mandal- Mandalor- Mandalorian on Mandalorian. And good night, everybody.